Hello and welcome to another episode of A Man's Voice coming to you live from Hollywood, California. This is going to be a very interesting conversation. There's a lot going on. I got my partner in crime, Todd Short. What's going on, Todd? Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. Let's jump right into it. The elephant in the room is the slap that was heard all across the world. Will Smith runs up on stage at the Oscars and slaps Chris Rock. Now, everybody has a lot of different takes on this, so let me go ahead and put my two cents in on this. I think Will Smith's a straight coward for that. I think that was a coward move to do that for several reasons. Let me break it down. A number one, it's just out of line to just assault anybody. You just don't assault anybody just because of a joke, especially a comedian, a person who makes a living telling jokes. Okay. Will Smith and Chris Rock have a relationship. A lot of people don't know this, a friendship somewhat. Will Smith used to have a television show called, I think it was called Just All of Us or something like that. Just it was The show was showing the life that he uh, went through uh, with his family and whatnot. And Dwayne Martin was on the show. And Chris Rock's brother, Tony Rock, was a cast member on the show. So the point I'm getting at is Will Smith got Chris Rock's little brother, Tony Rock, a part on a TV show that Will Smith was producing. So there's clearly a relationship there between Chris and Will. And you see pictures of them throughout uh, history all the time being together, Chris, Will, and Jada. So there was clearly a, some sort of friendship there. So let's just safe to, it's safe to just say Chris Rock was your friend, Will Smith. That guy was your friend. So to smack your friend on a world stage in front of millions of people over a joke he told, in my personal opinion, it was a coward move. It degrades all the great accomplishments Will Smith has, has accomplished in his life. I mean, he's one of the most successful actors in the history of Hollywood. He's by far the most successful black man in America or in the world for that matter. So for him to degrade his legacy to a slap over a joke made by a comedian, a comedian who happens to be your friend, I think is just disgusting in, in my personal opinion. Not to mention what it says about black men. Being a black man, it really upset me because, in my opinion, it set us back 100 years, basically, because there's always this stereotype that black men are unclassy, animals, can't control their self, all have horrible attitudes. So for the most elite black man of all to prove that stereotype to be true, it just it hurts so many people such as myself in so many ways because I listen to right wing radio. I listen to the racist uh, Americans and what they have to say. And they're jumping all over this by saying, see, we told you those black guys, that's all they do. That's all they're good for is criminality. If the most elite black guy of them could do something like that, that means they all do that. So not to mention all the things we could go into about how Jada cheated on Will Smith with um August Azalea, who happens to be her son's friend. So Jada slept with her son's homeboy. So it's just so many layers to this story. So I'm going to throw it to you real quick, Todd, to see what you have to say about it. But just in my personal opinion, I think Will Smith was wrong. What do you think? Was Will wrong or was Chris wrong? I think Will was definitely wrong. Uh, Chris is not wrong. He's a comedian. I mm -hmm. mean, that's what he was hired to do was to tell jokes. Mm hmm and sometimes when you're sitting in the front row and there's a comedian, he's going to tell jokes. Now, mm -hmm. there's some other jokes that he told that some other people uh, were very upset. Uh, the people that he was supposed to introduce, they're upset that it was uh, uh, one black guy. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't uh, 
and four white guys, you know, those guys are Southeast Asian. They're not white guys. Mm -hmm. But the story was told. I think one of the things that uh, is upsetting is we don't know what happened on the way over there. Mm -hmm. What may have transpired, like Jada may have said, you know, I really don't want to go. She may have said that and that put him on edge. Mm -hmm. He was already on edge because he's expected to win Mm -hmm. because he had won everything else. But there's always that little doubt in your mind that you may not win. So he had those things going on. The other thing that was disturbing and it's from the photograph that we saw, he actually laughed at the joke. Yeah, that's what got me too. Yeah, I agree with that. Go ahead. But yeah, he laughed at the joke initially. Then he looked over and saw Jada's reaction and he felt like he had to step up and be a man at that point. And I'm sorry, go ahead, Todd. No, it's no problem. But again, we don't know. She's come out and said it's this hair disease, but there might be something else that's transpiring that we're not aware of that she might not want to tell the world because... I've been looking at things to see what what took him to the next level to go up there to slap his friend. Well, maybe he had said something four years ago. Uh, well, Jada didn't get invited to this other event that Chris Rock was at. Uh, that that uh, I think it was for the movie where Concussion or Concussion. Yeah, the 2016 Oscars, Chris Rock hosted it, and Will Smith didn't get nominated, so Jada started boycotting the Oscars. So Chris Rock hosting it that year, he made a joke about Jada that year about her boycott. Yeah. And then back in 91 on our 90 something, uh, Will was on the Arsenio Hall show mm-hmm. and he threw something out on a dude that was in the audience. Now he was a bald man mm-hmm. and he was joking, but it was a joke. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't, I don't think in my personal opinion, I think this is my take on, I think what happened. Okay, historically, people have always called Will Smith soft. They've always been known to say Will Smith is soft because when he was popping in hip-hop, was back during the height of gangster rap. It's back when N.W.A., Ice Cube, and gangster rap was really hot. And he was not on the gangster rap tip. He was on the happy, friendly, go-lucky sort of music. So they always considered him soft. Okay, add that on top of the fact that his wife now, Jada, used to date Tupac. Tupac Shakur, rest in peace, my favorite artist. And Tupac is a gangster. He was always known as thug. He had thug life tattered across his stomach. So he was this thug gangster. So people would always compare that, say, Will, your wife is in the gangsters. She's known as like soft guys like you. So I think Will kind of had that in his mind. was like, well, if I let this comedian, if I let anybody clown my wife in front of me and I don't do anything about it, it's going to underline that Will Smith is soft stereotype. But I think Will Smith saw Chris as an easy target. Because Chris, um, Will Smith would have ran up and slapped Suge Knight if Suge Knight would have made that same joke. Or Michael Jai White. Or I can go on and on about the people. Chris Rock is a little guy. Chris Rock weighs a, maybe 150 pounds soaking wet. Okay. Will Smith is 6'2". He trained for Ali. So he's in physical shape. He trained to play Muhammad Ali. So he's in great physical shape. And Chris Rock is 60. He's 58, 59. He's an old man. So he's 54, but... No, no, Chris. Uh, I could, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I think he's a little older than 54. Will's 52, I know, but I think Chris is closer to 60. But point being, yeah. I think that was just an easy target. And I think Will's, Will had a lot of pent-up anger. And not to mention, like I said, Jada was sleeping with a, a younger man, um, August Azalea. 
So a lot of people always poke fun at Will Smith about that. Like, you can't even satisfy your wife. She's got to run to this young man. So I and think that was a lot of And he's of, worth half a billion dollars. Yeah, he's worth half a billion dollars, the most successful man, black man of, of actor of all time. And here your wife is running off cheating with some C-list little kid. So I think it was a lot of pent-up anger there with Will Smith. I think it was more than just the joke because if you heard the joke, the joke wasn't really that hard of a joke. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Like, it wasn't a straight shot at uh, Jada. But again, uh, maybe Jada had made, made a comment. You know, I really don't want to go. Mm -hmm. She may have said that. I really don't want to go. Just just take the kids. You go because mm -hmm. it's, your, it's your thing. Mm -hmm. Because he had mentioned something in a book that he read. And I obviously, I've been listening to a lot of these other things that have been said. Mm -hmm. He listed in a book that for her birthday, he had this big celebration with fireworks and stuff. And she said she didn't want it. Want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then he said, well, you know what? It was about me. I mm -hmm. wanted to show. So, Yeah, maybe. I feel like he's always been trying to live up. Because he in the interviews, he always says how much she really loved Tupac. He always says that, like, she really loves Tupac. And he said in the interview how it always hurt his heart that she don't love him. Jada doesn't love Will the way she loved Tupac. And Will always says that, like, that bothered him. So I always feel like he was trying to live up to something that she wanted him to be. Yeah. And and I don't know about you, but he's worth over a half a billion dollars. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. to have everything that you need, that you want, or you can do mm – -hmm. And the whole world, uh, when he was doing the movie Ali, mm -hmm. the, the people were running around, not saying Boomba. Uh, Ali, Boomba, yeah. They were saying Will Smith. Yeah, they were chanting him. Getting jiggy with it. Yeah. But yeah. My, my, the thing that's disturbing is is that it happened and it was two black guys. Yeah, that, 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 that's... that was disturbing to me because it was like, damn, the epitome of everything and comedy uh, you had your own TV shows. You're the number one in the box office. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was that was sad. But the thing is, is that I think what ticked him off is Jada was like, "Oh, you're not gonna do nothing." I I don't know if she actually said that with her eyes, but apparently something triggered in him where he had to swell up and do something. Yeah, I I think it was truly he was trying to prove himself to his wife more like hey look i'm a thug i'm tough i'm hard i can defend you i think he was trying to be something he was not and i mean I, it's, it's sad because the things a man will do for a woman that's the first thing i thought about like wow this guy he's gonna flush it all away for that woman like he's really gonna jeopardize his legacy over a woman your wife who has cheated on you who but you know there's always stories about there's an open relationship there but I feel like she doesn't, Jada's never really loved Will the way Will loved Jada. That's how I look at it. I always interpret it that like she was only with him for the ride because he is Will Smith. Well, that being said, though, that doesn't give you any right to get up. First of all, comedians are supposed to dig a little bit into everybody. That's mm -hmm. their job. They're supposed to be funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of times when I would go to a comedy show, man, I'm not sitting in the first two rows. I'm going to be <laughs> in the background because I don't want anybody to say anything about my forehead. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> anything that's a little off, you're going to say something. Uh, and and he, he had made comment uh, about other people that pissed them off because it was their moment. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and to just to dive deeper into that like I said the joke wasn't really that hard of a joke 
He started off by saying, Jada, love you. That's what he said. He said, hey, Jada, Will, love you. Uh, G.I.J. Yeah, but, too. But, it, but, it, but it, it's, it's very disturbing to not just black women, but especially black women when you talk about their hair. Because this is, and the funny thing is, he actually did a movie about hair. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. for him to say that, but again, he's out there. He's just yeah. being a comedian. And I, 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 I thought it was a bad taste on Will's part. And again, he, there's other little demons in, you know, if you got half a billion plus dollars at individual, you think you got the world. What there's nothing that you could be upset about. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it is. There's this one person in your life that you can't satisfy mm-hmm. no matter what you do or what you have. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what is, is tearing him up. And it also underscores men. We got to, um, and not, not just men, women as well. You got to be careful who you choose to be your partner. Like Will knew he chose Jada to be his partner. That was his choice. I mean, he's Will Smith. He could have had any woman he wanted. Why choose her when you knew her track record? Like she was with before, after Tupac. I mean, it was, it was a, it's, it's been said throughout Hollywood that Jada was just a gold digger. Um, uh, it's not me saying that. It was just people who always said that because she was with Tupac. She stopped dating Tupac. She started dating Easy e at the time, rest in peace, because he was a successful, famous guy at the time. She stopped dating Easy e and started dating Grant Hill, the basketball player. She dated Grant Hill because he was the, at the time he was at Duke and he was on his way to the NBA. So she left Grant Hill and went to Will Smith. So she's always hopped around from successful men who had a lot of money. So it's always been said, well, she's nothing but a gold digger anyway. Well, I don't know. Why he, Why do they always say women are gold diggers? She's fine. They wanted to be with her, too. They. It's not just that she wanted to be with money. They They had to spot up on her, too. Fair enough, but do you, I mean, I doubt she would have dated any one of those guys I named. Had they, Everyone I named was a millionaire. She would have not dated any of those guys had they worked at uh, UPS. Well, that was her. Well, we don't know if she dated dudes at UPS. We, we have no, you don't know. Mm. Nobody's ever asked her. Fair enough, but it just it's an old saying. It's an old, old saying, and I'm not saying this about her or any woman, but you can't turn every woman into a housewife. I'm just going to, for lack of a better word. And some women were just not meant to be housewives. And, Will, you knew what you were doing when you got her. You knew that that was going to be a problem. And I think the chickens just came home to roost. That's what I said when I saw it. Like, the chickens had finally come home to roost. Because there's always been rumors about their open relationship and his sexuality and her sexuality. There's always been a lot of rumors there. So I just, the chickens have come home to roost. That's what I said when I saw what happened. Now, do you think they should take the Oscar from him? What do you think the punishment should be for that? Uh, No, they shouldn't take the Oscar away from him, but he should not be able to participate in the Academy for the next five years. So you think he should be banned for the next five years? For the next five years. From being nominated for anything or? No, he can be nominated. He just can't go. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Do you think if that would have been, let's just hypothetically say, um, a white comedian, had that been a white comedian and Will Smith would have went up and slapped that white comedian, do you think they would have escorted him out the venue and had him put in handcuffs? Depends who the comedian was. Um, a comedian I like to use, white comedian, he, I'm a fan of his, but he's very sarcastic, just like Chris Rock, is David Spade. Like I don't know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with who David Spade is, but David he would have been a, he would have been arrested. And David Spade is hilarious, like Chris Rock, and his his comedy is very sarcastic, the same way Chris Rock's comedy is sarcastic. Because the comment would have been, it's a white man talking about his woman, 
And then he went over there and he slapped him in the face. Right, yeah. So then, and it it would have changed the dynamic. Right, yeah. Just the, the optics of a black, a big black man slapping a white man on That's national TV. Even like, though yeah. I think David Spade and Chris Rock probably weigh about the same. Probably. Uh, they're, they're both small guys yeah. compared to Will Smith. Yeah, they're both right. little guys, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that. So I think that is, a, is something else that kind of touched everyone's nerves. Like, But, again, David Spade didn't talk about his wife several years ago nationally. No, David Spade has made jokes about well, I don't want to say Jane in particular, but he's but, made but see how jokes you, about See how you're, you, you, you're, you had to think, think about, about what it, right, what, right, whereas right. everybody but knew knows about the joke. The, yeah, the joke. The, she yeah. wasn't invited. Yeah, but just the optics of had he slapped a white guy on national TV, he would have gone to jail, he would have pressed charges, they would have stripped him for his Oscar, meaning he would have got the most, he would have gotten punished severely had he slapped a white guy. And the optics that sent that, okay, it's okay to slap a black guy, which... You know, historically, that's always been the American way. You can always harm black people, but you can't harm white people. That's always been the American way. So to see it live and, and live in color, like, yeah, it's true. You can assault a black guy and get away with it, but you cannot assault a white guy and get away with it if you're a black guy. So I think that's something else that... Um, Here's my only question, though, because this is the thing that disturbed me. Again, the fight itself or the slap. Mm -hmm. But why'd you slap him? If you were really mad, why didn't you punch him? I don't... Because when you slap, you, you had to think about going up there to slap him. Mm -hmm. If you were really mad, you would have punched him. And, and, and then you would have, like, stood over him. I don't know. Were you, what was your point? Well, because in my personal opinion, a slap to me is more degrading than a punch, in my personal opinion. To slap somebody, that's, that's as degrading as it gets. To punch them... That you slapping them like you're a like you're a bitch basically like you slap a bitch okay, like you don't slap enough. a man like so that's treating like you're just a little bitch I'm gonna slap you so the, the slapper to me was far more degrading than punching. And him. did you see his body language after the slap when he was walking back? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. His chin was up. As a, <laughs> it just yeah, some something else is going on that we're not aware of. Yeah, uh, in and, his in his mind. Yeah, and I don't think Chris. I mean, they, they put out a statement saying Chris Rock apologized. I don't think Chris really was apologizing. I actually, I know Tony Rock. I know Chris's brother Tony, and, and Tony's. Dad, I mean, Chris and his crew's from Brooklyn. Like they some street. I mean, they they got a little uh, you know gully in them a little bit. Tony Rock and Chris's other brothers. Chris has Chris has a few other little brothers. I don't think they just standing idly by saying, "Okay, that's how it's gonna go." I think they gonna. I think there'll be some repercussions for this let me just say that they're not just gonna let this slide and i definitely know that they're not just gonna forgive will smith and let this go okay right so but what should be the punishment is the million dollar question at this point i definitely feel he should be there should be some sort of punishment there for what he did from the academy yeah definitely from the academy and, and from uh, honestly more than just the academy i mean i'm not criminally i mean i'm not advocating him being arrested but i think there should be some sort of severe sanctions or punishment for that well from the academy i think he should be barred for five years but i think uh from uh chris rock they're gonna have to do some type of settlement because chris that th this was embarrassing to him mm -hmm. very not a, as a matter of fact it's embarrassing to his whole family because yeah. his his children saw that happen. Saw that happen, him. yeah, yeah. And and the the crazy thing is, is Chris actually did a movie about women, black women in their hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. A good hair was the and, name of it. And yeah. and the the crazy thing about this is that he was talking about her cutting her hair off. Now, was she going to do a movie? Was she doing a movie? Did 
was he even aware of that? I don't yeah. I don't think he was aware. And I don't think he was aware of it. And I think the whole bald head thing, she has a disease called lupicia. I don't know, I hope I'm quoting that, saying that right. But I think that's more of a publicity stunt. I think what Jada was trying to do is change the conversation from the fact that she slept with her son's friend. No, I, I, I she has the disease. I mean, could be, but I really think she was just trying to change the subject because when she admitted to sleeping with August Azalea, and that's the younger man. I don't man, think she admitted. She said she was in an entanglement. entanglement is the word she used. Yeah, well, he was blowing her back out. Let's just call it what it really was. But a lot of people didn't. She didn't get a lot of backlash for that. When in my opinion, she should have. Because had a, an older, a 50-plus-year-old man slept with his daughter's friend, he would have gotten ridiculed for that. Okay, let's be clear. Let's call it what it is. Jada's son was friends with August and Jada's son introduced August to his mother and she ends up sleeping with it. So you slept with your son homeboy. That's what it is. So you're kind of on some pedophile shit to me personally, Jada. So I think she was trying to take the conversation away from her being a pedophile and move it over to, Oh, I'm got no, this disease. This, was this young man 17 years old? No, he was, he was an adult. He was in his twenties. He was, but okay, so don't, when he don't, was, don't use that word. Well, that's that's not pedophile. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's not ex it's not a pedophile, but it's on some it's on some pedophile shit because okay. he was 23, 24. He wasn't that far from 17 and she's upwards in her 50s, so yeah, it, it's creepy. I mean, it's not normal. It's pretty creepy. So I think she was trying to take the conversation away from what she did cuz she didn't get a lot of backlash for that. She didn't get a lot of ridicule for that. And then, like I said, had that been an older man who slept with a younger woman who happens to be his daughter's friend, that guy would have gotten torn apart like Woody Allen. And I can go on about men who've done that, but, but she got no backlash. But even that night at the Academy, though, see, I, I disagree with you. Didn't Leonardo DiCaprio get uh, kind of chastised for dating real young women? No. Nope. Yeah, he did. Uh, I forgot the lady. She's a comedian. Um, she she roasted him about uh, the young girls. So I don't know about that one. Uh, what about even when she came public? She said, I was in an entanglement, like tried to make it seem more sophisticated. Like, no, you was cheating. Like you, you slept with a young guy. Like, let's just call it what it is. And is it cheating if you're, if you're allowed to do that? If, if you have an understanding, is that considered cheating? Well, it depends on what you, um, if you live by if your you, vows. Like, I'm a married man, and my vows are, I vow to my wife, I would never step out. If she vowed to me, she would never step out. So, yeah, and based on the rules of marriage, yeah, you cheated. You sleep with somebody else, that's infidelity. That's cheating. Okay. I It's my understanding that they, everybody said they had an open relationship. So yeah, maybe she, so is that is that cheating? Well she said in the interview on Red Table Talk, she said, Will no one can give me permission to cheat. I can do what I want to do. So she said he didn't give her permission and he said I didn't give you permission. But we were separated. They both agreed that when she did that they were broken up. Which I don't buy. Like y'all still married. I don't care. I tell my wife that all the time. As long as you got that ring on, you don't step out of the marriage. No matter how mad we are, if we're broken up, if we're living in separate homes, as long as you got your ring on and we're still husband and wife, neither one of us step out. All right. You disagree with that? Hey man, that that those are your rules. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, man, let's 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 smooth this conversation forward. Enough we can talk to Will and, and uh Chris Rock thing to death. I just want to end it by saying shout out to Chris Rock. I wish you the best, Chris. And I hope this gets handled in a professional way. 
And I'm just sorry something like that had to happen to you, Chris Rock. So shout out to well, Chris I'm, Rock. I'm sorry that it happened to two black dudes that are on the peak of the of the mountain of, of entertainment. I, I do agree. It, it was just a sad event. It was just a nobody wins all the way around. And the, the Oscars were for the first time produced by Will Packer. Shout out to Will Packer, who is a, a African-American filmmaker uh, from Atlanta. So it was just so many historical events. So if you to screw all that up, and not to even mention Will, just one last thing. You played um, uh, the movie King Richard is what you won the Oscar for. You were playing Venus and Serena's father. You were portraying, you won the Oscar for portraying a black man who did great things for his daughters, brought them up for nothing. And for created his family. Great, for his family, yeah. So you were you were representing a powerful, a successful black man for doing something great and positive, and that's how you ended. So there's just so many elements to that piece of uh, I, the I do want to say one other thing. Mm-hmm. The thing that Chris Rock was out there for was a motion picture that we don't even, I can't even think of the name of it. It now. was Quest Love and the Roots. I know they won. It was a documentary, it, yeah. But yeah. The, the thing is, is that everybody, the producers of that were all of color, people of color. Yes, yes. And yes. that didn't get exposed. Yeah, that didn't get everybody yeah, overshadowed that. The, yeah. the, the, the slap. Yeah, yeah. So you, you set us back a lot, Will Smith, on that slap. So I, I mean, I hope you, I mean, you're sitting on your half a billion dollars, so you probably don't care, but. Just for the the millions of other young black men such as myself, you really let us down, Will Smith. So I'm going to end it with that. Let's move this conversation over to what's going on right now on the world stage in regards to the war, Russia and Ukraine. What do you think about that, Todd? The war has been one month now. For those who don't know, Russia is a big country, a superpower like America, and they evaded, which means they went into a smaller country, Ukraine. And they were trying to take the country over. And it's not been going so well for Russia and Vladimir Putin. So I'm just throwing it to you real quick, Todd. What do you think about that? We're one month into this war and the war has not ended. What do you think the end game is here? I, I think Russia is going to go back. Um, I, I really think somebody's going to take Putin out. I, mm-hmm. it, it just because all this will have to end because what's going to happen and which is happening is that it's going to be a financial burden on that country. Mm-hmm. Um, Putin is didn't plan. Well, he didn't. He he envisioned a way to do this, a way to go and invade. But he didn't set out a true plan. He said, "I just want to go in there and get my stuff back," mm-hmm. as opposed to, "Well, the way I'm going to get it back is by doing certain things," because that's why he's being punished. I mean, he didn't have, they didn't even have the right equipment in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But he does have the one thing that everybody's worried about is that bomb. The nuclear weapons. Yeah, he's got nuclear weapons. But yeah. what he found is that he, did all, like, I think now seven of his generals have been killed. Mm-hmm. Um, you've isolated yourself because you had your focus on one thing, the way you thought it should be done, as opposed to putting your plan together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, but again, everybody's, this is terrible. This is terrible. But what I don't get is, what I don't get, in Haiti, we had an earthquake. Mm-hmm. And the Haitians wanted to come here. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of Haitians. Mm-hmm. We didn't have room for 100,000 yeah. uh, Haitians. Turned them around, sent them back. We didn't. We didn't have room, but nope. we got... 100,000 people from 
Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, we got room for them. We all got, of a sudden. We got yeah. room for them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I'm kind of torn. Me too. I'm torn between that a lot. And I'm also torn behind this just to not to get too racial and involved because there is a war and people are dying. But the Peace Corps, the American Peace Corps on their website, they said on the website to all Americans, black Americans, if you have plan to go to Ukraine or if you're over there helping, because a lot of Peace Corps members are black and they're over there helping those Ukrainian citizens. The Peace Corps website told those black Peace Corps members don't be offended or don't be surprised if you're called the N-word, if those Ukrainians refer to you as the N-word, because that's a commonly used word in Ukraine when referring to black people. So when I read that, I was like, wait a minute. So those Ukrainians can call us, call us the N-word like that's a common word to them. So that really upset me when I saw that. I was like, OK, I sympathize with you guys, but you guys look at us in that negative sort of light. Like, that really pissed me off. And then when I saw that America sent, like, $500 million over there to help them out. So I'm kind of torn on that. One. Like, okay, they don't really like people who look like me, so why should I be sympathetic to what's going on to them right now? Well, because they're being oppressed. But that being said, mm-hmm. 2.71 miles in, in Los Angeles, we have homeless mm-hmm. and most of those homeless people happen oh, to be African American. American. Yes, indeed. So I don't want $500 million. Just give me 50. Right. Just give me 50 right. for one area, mm-hmm. 2.71 miles of area. Let's fix that area up. Let's make it where we have a grocery store, where we have uh, policing, where, you're not beating somebody up. You're trying to assist that person to protect and serve is what it says on the side of the car. Mm-hmm. So we should be doing that to help the people who are homeless here in America. Mm-hmm. We should, uh, for people who are in the military that are living down there, they should, they, we should embrace them because they went and fought in this war. Mm-hmm. So these are the types of things that we need to be doing. And I don't want to be a separatist. I don't, I feel sorry for those people, but when you hear something like 100,000 people are going to be brought over here Mm -hmm. and there's room, but we don't have room for 100,000 Haitians Mm -hmm. that an earthquake hit. We don't have any room. And matter of fact, when they were in the boat coming over here, they pushed them away. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're they're both their cities were destroyed so i'm not anti-white mm-hmm. i'm just anti hey, fair yeah fair. i mean you're pro-fair yeah you're pro-fair fair. y'all want to be fair to everybody but we all we, we keep talking about this homeless 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 problem mm-hmm. okay those people are homeless but we got room for them here and we got a place for them to go here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are we doing for the people that are already here let's help those people out yeah. And, and what do you say about this, about the gas prices? Like gas, we're here in Los Angeles right now. Gas is six dollars a gallon right now. Oh, this is whack. And yeah. it's it, <laughs> gas is through the roof. First of all, if you go down to Carson and San Pedro, all those tanks are full. And everybody's no, they're not full. Yeah, they're full. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. And here's the crazy thing. Arizona, the gas is only like five dollars. So why is it a dollar more? in California and the refineries are here, they have no refineries in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They got to bring the gas over there. Mm-hmm. 
This is this is your governor. Gavin Newsom, yeah. He needs to make an adjustment. Your governor too, yeah. Great governor, by the way. I love Gavin Newsom. So what do you think about Joe Biden just yesterday announced it to try to help ease the pain at the pump? He's going to release a million barrels a day. Of We have a reserve here in America. We have a reserve of oil in case of an emergency, break glass sort of situation. This is an emergency because gas prices are $6. So Joe Biden just announced that he's going to tap into our strategic reserve and release a million barrels a day, if I'm not mistaken, a million gallons a day of oil. What do you think about that? You think that's going to help bring the prices down a little bit? It should, and we should have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the ways to to help the environment, this may sound crazy, but use it all up. Because then when you <laughs> use it all up, what you got to do, you you have to do something else. We got to use windmills. We got to use solar. Mm-hmm. We have to do these other clean things. Clean energy. We have more yeah. clean energy. Yeah. We, we, and I don't understand why we can't do both. I, that is disturbing to me. It's, I agree. It's, I agree. It's crazy to me. Um, everybody's against nuclear power. I'm not against nuclear power. I'm against, hey, if we have them, let's run them mm-hmm. and let's bring the price down. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see where if the price is down, then the food prices will be down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need to put people to work. I couldn't agree with you more. I think a lot of it is price gouging, too. I think a lot of, like... It is. Yeah, there's there's a pump, uh, a gas station not too far from here, and it was $7 a gallon, and I couldn't believe it, but every other gas station around it was, like, 5 to $6. So I said, okay, how many gas stations are just raising the price because they can? So I would say most of them. I would say most of them, too. Now, I think the government, Joe Biden, should crack down on that. I think that should be illegal. That should be some sort of crime, taking advantage of people in a bad situation right now. You think they should... Yeah, be because what, for that? of course, it's price gouging. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Koch brothers, they they've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So there's there's things that we need to do if the price is going to go up. We need to be using new technology for these other items as well to make sure that there's some kind because it's crazy that you have to, if you go to McDonald's, <laughs> if you go to McDonald's and you want to buy a burger, and fries and a Coke is more than five dollars, mm-hmm. and they rose the raise the price because it costs more in order to bring something over. So mm-hmm. it's called inflation. Yeah, inflation is really through the roof right now, and it's not just price gouging and gas. Like grocery stores, everywhere I go, I'm like, okay, does this does gallon? I mean, last time I was in here, I bought this um, pound of meat for three dollars. Now today is seven dollars. So I think it's the same thing. I guess price gouging all the way around the board. And I think they need to do something. I think the government, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, needs to do something about that because, I mean, I don't know if they can. What does Kamala Harris do? You know what? Uh, I don't have an answer for that. And I'm so disappointed because I was such a fan of hers. I was a surrogate of hers throughout the campaign. I really wanted her to do positive things, but she's not doing nothing from what I see right now, like. She's doing a horrible job. We'll now, just call now it most, most vice presidents, we don't really know what, what they're, they're doing, right. except Mr. Cheney. <laughs> yeah, Cheney was the president. Yeah, he ran but, the country. But yeah. still, I, 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 don't, I don't know what she's doing. It's not to say that she's not, she may be doing all kinds of negotiations mm-hmm. we're not even aware of. Because I don't know what the Secretary of State is doing. But I, I, I know he's talking about doing something. I don't know what she's doing. Right. Well, given her, this is just my take on it. Given the historical aspect of it, she's the first female vice president, first black vice president. 
so many firsts and so many monumental things there. She should be having more of a voice. She should be more vocal. She should be more visible. Now, granted, they've only been there a year and a half, coming up on two years. So she's got another two years. So she does have a little time. But she's gotten off to a horrible start to me. She's not visible in any way. She doesn't stand up for just one example. Um, the George Floyd uh, Policing Act. That's a law that we're trying to get passed in the black community. She should be championing that. She should be yelling at it at the top of her lungs, but she doesn't. Like, I don't see her doing anything to speak up for her base, her base being the African-American community. And she was put in that position because she was African-American. So since you were put there because of that, you would think she would be doing more for her base and her community. Go ahead, Todd. No, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, but again, she's vice president, and usually we don't hear too much from the vice president. But this is a person that I anticipated would be more vocal. Me too. Because Me too. of the the people who went to the ballot box to vote for her to actually see something. Some change, yeah. Some change. Well, just to talk about the Haiti issue, which you were just speaking of. She didn't step up for that. Like, she could have stepped up and said, hey, that's not right what we're doing to those Haitians. She didn't say anything well, about that. Well, that was when she was, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she That's didn't true. say anything yeah. about it. Yeah, not one thing did she say about that. And there's a voting rights bill right now that they're trying to pass, um, Voting Rights Act. John Lewis? The John Lewis, excuse me. Yeah, thank you. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act that they're trying to get passed right now. And she's not championing that. She's not fighting for that, standing up or saying anything about that. So, yeah, I'm very, very disappointed in Kamala Harris. And like I said, I was her number one staunch supporter, like... I love Kamala Harris. When she was running for office, I was out there knocking on doors, making phone calls. I donated a ton of money to her campaign. Like, I was all in for her, and I'm very disappointed in her performance right now. I don't think she has a shot at ever getting elected to president. Who do you think is going to be the next president? Because I don't think Joe Biden's got another four years. Kamala Harris isn't going to do it. Who's the next president of the United States, Todd? Well, at one point, I actually thought that Gavin was going to be the guy. I actually thought that they were going to promote Gavin. But, uh, I, I, and I don't want to say I'm disappointed, but finish. I, 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 this high-speed rail thing, to me, should be paramount to what we need here in California, at least to Merced, to Fresno. Do something. Um, I would want to see the state of California to be more business friendly in what regard the taxes are just just too high we got we got companies leaving and if the companies leave people are going to leave and everybody says oh the weather's so great what yeah but we need to have businesses come back to california as opposed to going away yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, you know, I think Gavin's doing a good job. Um, I don't think Gavin will be the next president because I just don't normally it goes it swings. Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. Well, I, I, I don't want I don't want Mr. Orange. I don't want Donald Trump, Donald Trump ever <laughs> to be. I, I'd rather have Cheney uh, from Wyoming than, than Donald Trump. I mean, I could go down a list of Republicans I would pick over Trump. I don't want Trump either. Unfortunately, I think Trump is going to win. If he's not in jail, if he's not arrested, which he should be in jail for all the crimes he's committed. But I don't actually think he'll go to jail. I think he'll be impeached. I don't think he'll go to jail. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a long shot. I do agree with you. But unfortunately, I think he is the next president of the United States because. Well, he can't be impeached, but I mean, yeah. it'll be where he can't run again. Yeah, I will see. I hope not. I hope not. But 
talk about what a, does he bring to the United States? Nah, what 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 does he bring? Not I, a nothing at all. Not I, nothing at all. But talk about a base that's strong. Like his supporters are his supporters. They support him. They're strong. They love him. They'll follow him to the edge of the earth. And mind you, he got seventy five million votes in the last election. Yeah. And I imagine he's gonna pick up some more when he runs again. So unfortunately I think he is going to be the president, and in the back of my mind, I think that's the end of democracy once he becomes president because he's going to become the new Vladimir Putin. Once he becomes president again, he's not leaving office. You're not getting Donald Trump out of there. Well, he's not going to be president. <laughs> now, if you, other than Trump, if you had to pick a Republican, who would you pick? Wow. I, as of right now, just based upon her dealing with facts, Cheney. You would vote for Dick Cheney to be president? No, not Dick Cheney, his daughter. Oh, Liz Cheney. Yeah. It's not a bad choice, actually. Based, based upon what I know. Now, there's certain things that she talks about, but all politicians, there's things I disagree with. Yeah, that's not a bad choice, actually, to be totally honest with you. I actually like Liz Cheney. I like Liz Cheney a lot. I'm a fan of Liz Cheney. Um, if I had to pick... But I don't know all, all... You know, there's key elements. That's why she's a Republican. There's certain things that I would not be interested in that she's interested in, but... Uh, I do want to, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't want Mr. Trump. I don't want Trump either. Now, if I had to go down the list of Republicans now, I would never, I'm a proud Democrat, but Republicans that I could tolerate as president, Jeb Bush, I would, I thought Jeb Bush would have been an okay president. Uh, Mitt Romney, I don't think Mitt Romney would be a bad president in the United States. Um, Nikki Haley. I think Nikki Haley would be a good one. So there are other Republicans, but the Republican Party is no longer the Republican Party. It's now the Donald Trump Party, unfortunately. Like, you got to kowtow and bow down to Donald Trump if you want to get any sort of support on the Republican side right now. I think the guy that's going to end up being head of the Republican Party is in Florida. Governor. Ron DeSantis. Yes. Yeah, Governor Ron DeSantis. Yes. Now, As, I, I'll take Trump over him. That guy is far right radical. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, he told kids to take their mask off. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just passed the Don't Say Gay Bill. <laughs> he yeah. tried to ban critical race theory and teaching in school. Like, yeah, I, I'll take Trump over Ron DeSantis any day of the week. Like, well, for real. But I do agree with you, Ron But you asked me who I thought. Who you and, thought? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Ron DeSantis has a very strong chance. Of being the president, definitely if, being the Republican nominee. If Cheney wins again in Wyoming, because she's in a race now where mm -hmm. they're trying to get rid of her, mm -hmm. but if she wins again in Wyoming, I anticipate that there will be more Republicans that will follow her lead. I hope because she's right. a Republican. She's a real Republican. She's a real, know, yeah. She's I don't know what Trump Republican. is. I, I do agree. Trump, yeah, because Trump was a Democrat at one point. He's good friends with Bill Clinton, and the Clintons he gave a lot of money to their uh, foundation. So. Let me oh, ask he's you. a narcissist. He, he's into him. It's all about Donald Trump and Donald yeah. Trump only. Let me ask you this. What are some of the things that, let's go Democrat versus Republican. Mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll go first. Some of the things I like about the Republicans and some of the things I don't like. Some of the things I like about the Democrats, some of the things I don't like. Okay, let's just start with the Republicans. Things I do like about the Republicans. Um, I like the fact that they're all about smaller government. I like that. I'm smaller government too. Government is too big and bloated right now. We need to shrink the size of government. Uh, Republicans are about low taxes. They believe in cutting taxes. I'm all about that. I hate paying. I hate writing that tech, writing that check to the IRS every year. Okay, I love lower taxes. The Republicans are about lower taxes, securing the border. 
Republicans are all about securing the border. I'm all about securing the border. You can't have a country if you don't have a border. So those are just three things. Let me go to Utah. What are, name some things you like about the Republican Party. Let's start there. I like the fact that they want to get away from uh, red tape with regards to government. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like the fact that uh, they're pro. Everybody needs to be working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're definitely pro jobs. Definitely, definitely. And I like the fact that they want better schools. Okay, those are three good things. So I, those are the my three. Okay, but so. let me talk about the three that you were talking about. Okay, go ahead. Because <laughs> the the one thing that disturbs me is that smaller government. I. They, they keep talking smaller government. I don't know if I want smaller government. I want working government that we have now mm -hmm. because we have, even if we get a smaller government, if we don't get Democrats and Republicans to work together in the Senate, they're not working together now. So I don't want something smaller. I want them to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want them to say things that, hey, this is what we're going to work on, and in three weeks we're going to vote on it. Mm -hmm. At least vote on it. Mm -hmm. Right or wrong, vote on it. Stop Definitely. always going back and forth. We're not going to do this because they added this. Okay, take that out. Let's vote on these other things, these mm -hmm. other issues. Mm -hmm. um, that That's very disturbing to me. Mm -hmm. um, I am in love with Maxine Waters. I love Maxine. <laughs> I, shout out to I, I Auntie Maxine. I, I, She's I, actually my congresswoman. That's my congresswoman. So I, shout out to Maxine Waters. Um, yesterday or the day before, she... she got into a little trouble about telling homeless people to go home because <laughs> and, and what well, she was trying to say hey we, we, there's nothing we can do right now right so y'all need to go and then and somebody said oh well we ain't got no home so <laughs> but for them to for people to criticize her okay she made a faux pas by saying go home and they don't have a home but she is the one that's been trying for years to put stuff forward and they don't vote on it. Mm -hmm. They put stuff forward with regards to, okay, this is what we're going to do to supplement people who don't have a place to live. Mm -hmm. She's been doing that for years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I mean years, I'm talking over 30 years when she was working in different parts of, uh, of, of government. Of government. Yeah. of government, yeah. Well, let me, Give me three things. You gave me three things you do like. I gave you three things. We both did. Let's go three things we do not like about the Republican Party. Okay, my three things. One is they're anti-abortion. Um, like, I'm pro-choice. They're pro-life. I don't agree with that. I think a woman should have the right to choose. I think that's just, an, an, it should be a God-given right, in my opinion. I don't like their racism. I don't like the fact that they support the Confederate flag and the Confederate statues. They think they should stay in place. I don't like that at all. I think that's horrible. And I don't like where they are on their tough-on-crime stance. Their tough on crime is really just uh, a dog whistle for tough on black people. So those are the three things I don't like. So what are three things you don't like about the Republican Party? Well, you and I on the tough on crime, <laughs> I, that that one I, I, I want to be tough on crime. I don't know, and you, and you use the phrase dog whistle. I don't want black folks, brown folks, or any people of color to be put down but it always goes back to you have more black on black crime than you do black on white crime but uh that that's one thing that uh i'm i'm 
I'm, I'm kind of thrown. The abortion thing, three things, incest, rape, um, I'm missing the other one. But th- th- those three things, y- y- you can't just let that go. That, that has to be something that uh, you, 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 can't, you can't let go. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a part of me that says, uh, hey, we still have to have Planned Parenthood because people need to be able to get condoms. People need to be able to go get checked. People need to get all these little services. Mm-hmm. So to say you want to get rid of Planned Parenthood altogether, I don't know, but should I have to pay for an abortion? Well, there's a part of me that says, well, maybe you should because this person's going to be 17 years old later and doesn't have a parent or doesn't, if we take care of this now, oh, you're killing people. Well, we're killing people because we're not taking care of people. So if we can't take care of what we got now, I don't know. And then if you don't have somebody that wants to actually be a parent, I don't know if you should be forced to be a parent. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, we only got 10 minutes left, so let's go down since we're both Democrats here. We know we like Maybe. that. Uh, well, well, I'm a Democrat <laughs> here, a proud Democrat. Well, let, let's point to three things I don't, we don't like about the Democratic Party, and I'll start off with that one. Uh, first thing I don't like about the Democrat Party is the, um, their commitment to welfare. Like, they need to reform welfare. They're, they enable a lot of people to get welfare that should not, in my personal opinion. Um, they're anti-work. Like you said, Republicans are pro-work. The Democrats are, are more handout, give them a check, give them a check. So I don't like that. I don't like that about the Democrat Party, that they enable people to stay at home and marry the government. Um, I don't like the Democrats stand on how hard they push on certain issues with certain communities. Like certain communities, they push hard on the issues for certain communities. They don't push hard on issues for. I don't like that. I don't like their lack of a spine. Like the Democrats are weak. The Republicans run all over the Democrats and on every issue. So those are three things about the Democratic Party I do not like. What are three things that you do not like about the Democratic Party? Well, you mentioned uh, a spine and working. I like this goes. I'm, I'm, this is what I don't like about Gavin. Stop telling me we're not going to do the high-speed rail. It's sitting there. Finish it. Finish your projects. If we say we're going to do something, don't tell me we don't have the money to do it. If we got $500 million to send to some other country and the state of California is the fifth largest or third largest economy in the world, mm-hmm. then we need to go ahead and do that. And everybody, well, it's in the middle of nowhere, Merced to Fresno. Hey, let's let's finish that mm-hmm. so that we can go ahead and do these other things. The other thing I don't like about the Democratic Party is, and and you mentioned it, the the welfare system. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's the welfare system; it's welfare to work. Give me incentive to help you to get to a job where you can be a participant, especially mm-hmm. black males. Mm-hmm. Hey, we we need you to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, hey, if you got a felony or whatever, that's all right. Uh, you, you to come over here to help me to build this, or to fix this, or to do that. We should be vocational schools should be brought back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing that the Democratic Party took away was SAT scores. I think you should have an SAT score. And I don't. I well, see, with that that, that, yeah. that's what we. But I, I agree, you should have an SAT because. Mm-hmm. 
what it does, it says, this is what you're not efficient at. And when you go to school, I can help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I disagree with the SAT scores. I don't think SAT, show, SAT scores should determine whether or not I'm qualified to go to this college. I mean, that's a standardized test. It's a biased test to me in many How ways. How is it biased if it's standardized? Um, there, that's, that's, that takes all the bias out. It's standard. Uh, standard for who, though? Like it's standard but, for who? But like they made the test. This particular group. They people. made the test. So hey, everybody that I, I I don't understand. Asians are a minority, and they get better test scores. Yeah. Asians are a minority, and they get better test scores. Uh, I mean, yeah, they do. They do get better test scores. Are they really a minority? I, that can be debated. How a minority they? in what regard? Like China to the, has to the United, I'm people. talking about in the, here <laughs> like, yeah, in the United States. In what way? Here in the United States, they're considered mm -hmm. a minority. What is it that they did? They they were brought over here to fix the railroads. They were they did slavery. They had all these other right, right. impediments. I'll, I'll, let me break that down. We only got a few minutes. Let me because I always hear that question. Of, uh, the question basically you're posing is why is it that the Asians are minorities, blacks are minorities? Why is it the Asians can excel academically better than the blacks can excel academically? Let me answer that question for you because in the black community it's hard to excel academically. When you come from poverty, such as we do in the black community, meaning when I was going to school, I went to an all black school all my life and going to school every day. A lot of those people, me included, we would come to school on an empty stomach. We didn't have any food in the refrigerator. We couldn't eat that night. We would come to school because the lights, the lights had been cut off. So I couldn't do my homework because we couldn't afford to pay our light bill. There's gang violence in the community. So as I'm walking to school, I got, I'm ducking bullets. I'm dodging bullets. So all those factors play into the fact when I get in the classroom, I can't concentrate and focus and study on my curriculum because of all the things that I have to deal with at home. The Asian kid didn't have to deal with all that when he got to school. So that, that's the reason why. People always go, well, black people just can't excel. Well, it's because of the the plight and the the carnage that we have to go through in our community that's my opinion on that i want to hear what you got to say about that oh so the asian kid that decided to do homework instead of playing football there's a big difference the asian kid that at 3 30 that's in the library the black kid that can go to the library he's playing football mm -hmm. so i nah i i can't go with that we got to stop doing that. Black folks got to stop saying, I don't, uh, I went through bullets and all this other stuff. Hey, the Asian person had the same, they eating rice, dude. <laughs> well, I don't know if we got to stop saying that. And I do hear your point that they have a lot of struggles such as ourselves. But I mean, that's a conversation we'll pick up for another day because we got to wrap this up. Um, I appreciate everyone for tuning in and listening to you've been Listen to another episode of A Man's Voice. I got my man Todd Short here. Todd, thanks a lot. It's been a great conversation. Right. And we'll see and talk to you next week. Peace.